0: Welcome back to another episode of Where To Start. Welcome everyone to Where To Start. My name is Patrick P, aka P-Squared, and this is episode one. Uh, I've been watching anime since, I'll say early 2001. Early 2000s, I can remember from a young age. I've been starting off around that time. But um, I've been watching since early 2001 i just had a reading manga 2004 i know that for a fact because that was with naruto but um the purpose of this podcast though is to help you know newcomers in the anime manga stream know exactly where to start because everybody knows to watch a show is to said than done and choosing where to start it's always the hardest to do me personally just a little background to where I started with like I started you know as many others Dragon Ball Z was only like, the first one that probably comes to my head first watching up but then as I got older and you know internet became a thing <laughs> because internet was not always a thing back then um I began to watch older shows like Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha, Ronnie Kenshin, uh, Kabo B-Pop and uh, a lot of you know Studio Ghibli's their movies that came out during those times very popular i pretty much all of them like 18,000 times already with friends and by myself. Don't feel overwhelmed. It may seem like there's an infinite line of shows that your friends wanna watch or want you to watch, and it may seem like, why are they telling me this? <laughs> why they keep blowing up my inbox saying watch these 10 different shows at once and catch up. And most friends will understand that it's not a simple task to get into anime, even ask them what they started with, it probably was wasn't something simple. You know, I was like four shows and that was it. You know, and more than four shows watching at one time, you know, my brain was. There are good animes. There are, of course, bad animes. (laughs) Not all of them are made equal. Some have really good, you know, manga, um, but horrible anime adaptations. Like, for. I know some of the more recent ones, people don't like how Soul Eater ended. (laughs) Me personally, too. Um, Death Note was a really big one. How the anime kind of drifted away from the manga in that sense and some other shows out there you know very big heavily shows that very popular still to this day a lot of people sometimes prefer the manga just but to help um, you know help you understand um, where to start it's all about you know what do you want to get you know do you want to start with the origins of anime you want to start like the real basics like I said in the 90s Yu Hakusho, Ronnie Kenshin, all those big Shaman Kingdom, early 2000s shows, Gundam Seed, um, Zoids, for instance, even like original Pokemon, We would like to start all the way back till then. Uh, find out what you like. If you like animation, that's perfectly fine. If you're an anime watcher only, you don't want to read anything, you just want to see everything, beautifully drawn and intense scenes, or like beautiful, you know, drawn scenes, that's perfectly fine. I watched a couple of animated myself, not for the plot or any main character whatsoever, just because I know the animation does a beautiful job with how they draw. Simple as that. I know for one, like the more recent was like Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah, even Attack on Titan when it came out way back when from the WIT Studio and so many other studios out there like Bones, some Madhouse, MAPPA right now, Ufotable. There's a lot of really good parrot, a lot of good anime studios that do a heavily good job in certain aspects in terms of animation design and just, you know, the landscape of things. So if you like animation, you like how everything looks smooth, that it perfectly fine to say, Hey, I only want to watch new things made from this one, you know, um, studio and that's it. But if your person likes plot, you're going to get so much plot and so many different stories. No matter what genre it's in, there always is that one good plot anime or plot manga, for instance, that you can be like, yes, that is the best thing I read in a long time, especially for like, you know, dramas and psychedelic animes and mangas out there. There's some reason they know how to do a good job of keeping on your toes, but to um, keep everything simple and to just lay the groundwork about where to start and you know how to even think about what you should watch. I, I like to say there's like five basic genres of anime and manga to look into or to get started with. Um, they can get broken down of course deeper. Some have like similar tags. Like some can be like, for instance, like in a uh, like Dragon Ball Z. Like yeah, Dragon Ball Z is a finding show, but there is, you know, action, there's romance, there's drama, there's mystery. Like you can get break- broken down in that way into more deeper levels. You want something that has multiple things all rolled into one, but, um, my five, um, I say genres, for instance, just to get you started. Uh, one of my favorite genres is mechs or they'll say mecha in terms of genres. Uh, they're very, I would say, some pretty much copy what the others do. <laughs> it's not like to the T, but you get the gist of the plot. Like the plot from Mecha shows aren't always that deep. There's a few authors that are very deep. Like Gundam is a very uh, long year, decade spanning, I should say actually yeah. in terms of how big the storyline is because it goes from every single year going up from the different centuries of time. So it's a a linear lineage when it comes to um, Gundam, how big of a story that can be, and it, it does have a really good plot, um, Colt for once has mechas into it, it has a really good plot and very well-grafted main character, but in like, the general aspect for mechas, um, to, to keep it quite simple, mechas are just, you know, ships or robots controlled by humans, um, to move the plot, and to make it in layman's term, there's robots and ships controlled by people to move the plot. Um, uh, example, Neon Genesis, heavily Mecha show, very psychological, by all means and purposes. Um, but the show doesn't get to where it is if the mechs in the show never existed. Point and simple. And like I said earlier, Gundam, big show too. Gundam would not be the way it is without the robot. <laughs> if Gundam only had one Gundam robot in all the franchise history it would not be as big as it is today. Well, that's simple, that's number one, Mecca. Uh, number two, is the one that lot we hear a lot is Shonen. And some, sometimes people don't hear this one, Shoujo. Uh, shonen is just, in terms of a genre that's supposed to be alluring or per se, made for young men, 12 to 18, 12 to 21, that love action. There's not too much of a heavy plot, like nothing real deep in terms of how deep it gets. But there is plot, to it out. but it's being an action-based show with lots of flashy scenes. That's what's shown in is. it. Shoujo is just for females, <laughs> you know. Um, in Japan, the, the females they see them as um, it just they see female shows as more the romance one, the caring one, uh, more lovey-dovey not too much action. There's action in some people, but it's not like action oriented, like how Dragon Ball Z, um, My Hero Academia is from Alchemist. You get shows like Toradora, it's a very, um, slice to life romance one. Um, Sailor Moon, that is considered a shoujo anime. There's action into that of course. And like Fruit Basket, very lovey-dovey romance the anime once again. So shonen and shoujo are the same with two coins, just for opposite sex action and and comedy, Uh, romance and love relationships. Pretty simple. Uh, Number three would be a lot of people like this one a lot. And it seems to be a growing fashion, I think, in Japan. To me, it seems like it is. Um, Slice of Life. So just like the name implies, it's just everyday life, whether it be going to school or working a job from nine to five. Slice of Life is just a very toned down, uh, you know, genre to make it feel more relatable to people in the everyday world. Uh, it's nothing over the top, nothing crazy, nothing absurd. Or you gotta really rack it around around the physics of things. It's just a simple, everyday life anime. Uh, example, if you're like Kwanad, Ana, Anahana, um, the big ones like a Melancholy of Haruhi, Suzumiya, Um, those are very big ones out there that do heights of life in the most basic of terms, sometimes they can be dramatic <laughs> I give it that, sometimes they can be kind of over dramatic in certain things but they try to keep everything in the real life aspect of in a real life situation, this what could have happened uh, the next genre, third one on the list would be um, Isekai so Isekai is something me personally I liked Isekai when it first came out But now it feels kind of (laughs) overboard. It feels like every single season or winter, spring, summer, fall, there's like two or three isekai shows. And I understand that a lot of them are based off of like either a um, games, like old video games or board games somewhere like, you know, original. But it is like there's way too much isekai. (laughs) But isekai is when um a human no more human is placed or not even human just any being is placed to another world where it be a game a, a new dimension it has to deal with something there or it has to deal with being in that new place um sometimes they're there to save the world sometimes it can just be for comedy uh big ones that everybody probably heard about sword art online is an isekai show It is shounen oriented, but in the general general consensus, it's an isekai show. The Rising of the Shield Hero, once again, an isekai new world, and that comic got reincarnated as a slime is more comedy oriented for me, I feel like, than action. There is action there, but I feel like it's more mainly a comedy isekai. But isekai has been blowing up a lot in the past decade, and it feels like it's not going away anytime soon. if you like the type of stuff, hey, you love it, man. Like I said, a thousand different genres out there, but this is the fourth one on my list for the basic ones. Um, the fifth one is kind of, uh, I would say, not a traditional uh, genre. Nothing, nothing. How to say? It's not a genre in the Japanese context. Um, my fifth one, I would say, for me, would be manhua. Uh, manhwa is a Korean manga, pretty much like how American comics, Japanese comics is manga. Korean comics are manhwa. Um, they've been blowing up a lot in terms of the last, I'll say, two three years. A lot more than has it been previously. Uh, one of the big reasons, other than you know popularity, is Crunchyroll actually showed a lot of love towards them. So they so God of High School, Power of God and Noblesse. These three manhwa's are like, I will say if not at one time, were the top three manhwa's for a long period of time. Not just for like, you know, a few months, but for like a year, two years, even three years for some of them. So there is a really good fan base from Japanese manga readers to Korean manhwa readers that do love the Korean manhwa. Uh, a lot of that due to the fact that a lot of manhwa, if not 99% of them are all colored. So a lot of them are already colored in detail. So a lot of people don't have to pretty much, I would say, have to imagine what they look like or drawn out in the anime ad- adaptation on the thing about voice actors and so forth but to visually see the colors and already seeing what they look like in their actual design. I think there's a lot of wonder for some people and actually helps elevate some manhwa above some manga just cause that they can now visualize the character a lot more and just visualize the scenes a lot more easily. Now seeing the person's color and the design, what area they're in and how things are actually unfolding. Um, a lot of like manhwa don't get animated. Um, the reason being, Korean's anime scene isn't a, uh, i I'll say a big one. It probably is profitable. I gotta look more into it, to be quite honest. But it's not as big as, of course, Japanese animation. Everybody knows Japanese animation. Chinese animation is very big, too, in China. Um, they have a really diverse um, work of animes there that is very... Big there, just not, of course, universally taking. But in terms of the Korean manhwa, they were rarely anime adaptations. Even though they get humongous love and ratings from people. So um, if you love a manhwa, do support the people that actually make the manhwa. Either if you have to pay to read it, or even just buying, if you can buy the manhwa physically at your local store, uh, that, that's going to help them a lot because now that we're seeing Crunchyroll are really, you know, they're taking part with a very big company. I'm um, helping produce these Korean manhwas. Hopefully down the line, a lot of other big ones like, uh, solo leveling, we'll get an anim- anime adaptation as well in the future because that'll be awesome. But, uh, to reel it back in um the five genres i would say to get started would be mecha's shonen slash sojo depending for gal girl if it doesn't really matter if you like both that's perfectly fine i watch a lot of shoujo animes too um slice of life isekai and matwa uh why don't you figure out you know which one you like or which one you want to check out first not to like it but you should check it out i checked out a bunch of ones i just don't like but hey good to keep a you know, variety open and you just never know you might find a gem in the rough um, if you want to check out some of the shows you can check out the ones I listed here they're a good starting point. but you want to check it yourself and like do a little more research go right ahead um, but hopefully this will help you figure out where to start thank you for listening in on the episode of where to start hope to catch you next time peace